That song is super groovy. This is Shelly Smith. We're back with number eight of Reeds and Weeds, everyone. Yay! And, Yay. and we finally yeah. posted them on SoundCloud, and they're edited. That's pretty cool. Um, Claire Forrester's back. Chime in, Claire. Hello, people of the Reeds and Weeds community. <laughs> she risked. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She risks life and limb uh, yes. to get here today. It's cold AF out cold there. AF. If you look at the thermometer right there Holy at the top shit. is the AF marker. AF. It's actually at the bottom. What the heck am I talking yeah. about? And we've got, of course, Chris as is. No, what did she tell me on the last show? Chris, nothing else. Chris, nothing else. That's your name. <laughs> you were pissed because I was like, I don't know what to call There's you. You've been married too many times. You're name. like... Chris, one name. Too many, too many times. Artists yeah. Chris, one name. one name. And then, I don't know how to say your last name, but we've got a new person on the line. She's yeah. in. Are you in St. <laughs> Cara Durier? Durier. Love it. Love it. And Cara, uh, how did you find out about our little show here? <laughs> well, um, I was asked by Chris if I would be interested in joining a podcast such as yours, um, which I said, of course I would. And so she kind of hooked Reed, me up Reed. to yeah. Love it. Love it. And you're thank in, you, Chris. You're in St. Louis, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, Kansas City. And it's also called AF there, too, correct? It's Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not quite as bad as you guys have it, though. What? Not quite as bad as you guys have it, though. Is there a button? Oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, sometimes it's Sorry, I was trying to smoke what? weed over here, and I got all distracted. <laughs> um, and, of course, Todd is here. Give it up, Todd. Yeah, Todd. Todd. Okay, so uh, we right. haven't been here since December 19th, and a lot of stuff has happened, yeah, and today we're going to dig into the book, How to Change Your Mind, so by Michael things. Pollan, and it's big book with big, Ooh, huge ideas and all sorts shit. of thoughts, and I can't wait to hear what everybody thought, but it was December 19th, so that means Christmas happened, government shutdown happened, it became 2019, Um that feels like so long ago. It feels I was so here. So long. It was like last year. It's weird. It yeah. was so long ago last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of shit's happened, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 Too much. We had an eclipse. Every day is a winding road. We had an eclipse. Road, we know? had that big blood wolf moon. Blood wolf. Yes. That yes. was intense. <laughs> yeah. That was intense. Was. I sat under it for a minute and I was like, I should not sit here very long. And I actually read later that it's like you're not supposed to sit under it for the whole time because there's a lot of like dark energy. A lot. Did of, you turn into a werewolf? Uh, well, <laughs> I guess I would have if I'd stayed there the whole time. But Kara, 
Yes, yeah. it's, it's Kara, the shadow work. Did you did you turn into a werewolf or any other creature on Blood Wolf oh, Moon Day? Yeah, no, I do vampires, not werewolves. So, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. all right, good, good. It's good to know yeah. we have diversity on our team. You know, yeah. Um, on Blood Wolf Moon, I was at this. Uh, I was at this ski lodge in Mount Mancelona that this guy bought with a bunch of Burning Man people and. I, at some point during the night, I started giving moon tours. <laughs> I was so excited about like being outside in the snow by myself with this huge moon and the snow on the trees, and it's just like filling. And you could hear the music from the house, and I was just dancing around. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, more people need to know about this!" And I kept going back up into the house and getting people and bringing them back until one guy Shelley's started moon tours. Yeah, one, one guy, <laughs> a guy on, that I all. just this guy I just met like an hour earlier. He would come and be like, "Hey." Shelly's going back down to dance in front of the moon in about 15 minutes. If anybody wants to uh, go, we'll be by the door. We're going to add silent disco this time. We're doing silent disco this time. If anybody wants to go, we're going to bring the dog. Silent disco. He was my agent, I yeah. think, for the, for the moon dancing tours. The, the ringleader. He was. He was. So um, I went to South Carolina. Uh, Robbie got wow. a Harley. I rode to the Piggly Wiggly on it, <laughs> so that happened in 96. That was great. Um, any other significant announcements between... No, absolutely not. It's cold <laughs> as fuck. It's cold. <laughs> like, nothing Except happened. for the dumb shit no. happening in this country. No. Right, you know, right, like, right, life, right. life is just get through the day, you know? Right. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's it really well, Maybe I'll feel through. all right tomorrow. I don't know. I don't, don't want to get through it. But I've definitely <laughs> been doing a lot of, um, I'm just trying to focus on the present moment. Yeah. Yeah, moment me too, by moment. Me too. me too. Definitely a lot of days of that for the last 30 days or month and a half. It's like I cannot go forward or back in my head. Or it's just bad. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here with so us. This, that's very relevant to the book. It is. It is. I was just going to say, it's very apt. Yeah. Because the whole time I'm reading the book, I'm like, I totally get this. Like, Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This blew my I'm mind a, a fuck took, ton. I'm a little shocked. I took so many psychedelics early on, and <laughs> and they were different. We saw it so different. We saw it so many early on, and then in the middle of it, I like raised. I had this epic other life. Yes. Yes, you did. Hold on, I want you to put this story yeah. in the discussion. So I want to open up the discussion. Yeah, I don't so know uh, what I don't know what you're talking about. I'm yeah, excited. To, I, 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 do. I need more background information. I'm excited to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kara, Kara, any any big significant events in the last three months or no three weeks? <laughs> Feels like three months. I know, right? Um, well, actually, kind of. I went to see Chris um, on the line. Yeah. In- over New Year's, and oh. um, I had been doing some some ex- uh, this certain set of exercises that had helped me with um, recovering from a back injury, and it's connected with the psoas muscle. It's a whole journey I've been on for like the last oh, three wow. years. Oh, wow, yeah. And, um, so after, good. Yeah, yeah, well, and after seeing Chris, I was so inspired, and I was brainstorming, and I actually came across the actual certification, the 
the path that I wanted to pursue with that. And so it's kind of opened up a whole, a whole new world right now for me. So oh my, my I'm just kind of like exploding right now. So it's oh, been good. Oh, that is awesome yeah. news. Oh, I love that. So good. I love that. So, um, so that is wonderful. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, we're looking at Michael Pollan's uh, How to Change Your Mind, which was on my list from the very first, like, before True. we started. I, yeah. It was one of the and first I things like, I um, proposed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'll and read that one. Can we read that one? Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. And I loved him with Omnivore's Dilemma and In Defense of Food. Did you guys read those? Um, I no, have only on read, um, I've read Cooked and Omnivore's Dilemma and Food Rules. Okay. Yeah. He did a, he oh, did okay. a, Really, I've, I gosh, I hope I'm saying this right. But when I worked at Zingerman's Roadhouse, I think when the book In Defense of Food or On Board, when one of those books came out, we hosted him mm. and you could buy a dinner mm. with him and get a signed book and discuss the book with him. But it was one of those like you pay $250 and most of the money goes to charity and yeah. all that and you get to meet Michael Pollan. So I feel like I met him or served him some bread or uh. something for a split second. Wow. Which is so great. Wow. And I had such respect for him. This was, you know, six years ago, maybe seven. Um, and when he wrote this book, um, I got on the wait list. You know how you can pre-order a book so as soon as it comes mm-hmm. out, you get it. It comes to your Amazon or whatever. Yeah, so very, very excited. And um, who would like to take a stab at just summarizing? Do you want to just sum it up for us, Claire? Um, just like this gosh. book is about... Well, I mean, I, the um, the subtitle is good. It's it's called How to Change Your Mind, What the New Science of Psychedelics Teaches Us About Consciousness, Dying, Addiction, Depression, and Transcendence. So he's kind of talking about how psychedelics open our minds, basically, you know, going through the science of, of how they sort of conceive of what psychedelics do, um, talking about also the social history in the United States and a little bit of Europe um, about the drug, you know, who were the early scientists, all that kind of stuff. And then he goes on, he takes um, everything except for what ecstasy he doesn't take because it functions on a different body system and he has a heart uh, yeah. he has a heart issue, so his doctor says, yeah, don't do that one. But he does... Um, he does mushrooms. He does mushrooms, LSD, mushrooms. He five, does the five toad MAO, DMT. shit. The toad. Yeah, okay. yeah, the toad. Yep. Um, and the then he does ayahuasca. In the end, you find I- out that he does ayahuasca. Okay. He, does, he does ayahuasca. So he talks yeah. about his trips. He ta- he interviews people who have done these tests. He, you know, tells these narratives about different guides that he went with these characters. And I mean, his writing is just insane. Like he is like his writing is a trip. Like it really is a trip. I was thinking about that. It just really sucks you in. Mm -hmm. And these stories are so outrageous. Like some of the shit, like the woman who, who, who uh, drills a hole in her own fucking forehead? Oh, I said oh out loud God. in the middle of my bed, what the fuck? Oh, wow. Like, so hard to holy shit. funded somebody's research. Right. <laughs> but yeah. his way of describing this woman and, you know, it just, yeah. like, even saying it now, I'm just so tickled because it, you know... It, there's so much information, and I read it really, really fast. Yeah, um, yep. And 
I am just mm. like in awe. Of, I am in awe of this book, and yeah. I, you know, yeah, and and yeah, what it's saying. Too. And I think my experiences was I was just you know I cried. I also cried a lot during parts of this, particularly talking about yeah. depression and yeah, um, you know, when one of the guys talked dying, and he's like. I'm ready to go, and his, you know, he's yeah, just totally yeah, yeah. one with it. Like it was so sad and beautiful, yeah. and anyway, I cried a lot too. So, wow. um, long story short, yeah, no, that was highly a very good recommend. Su- yeah, that was a very um, good summary. And so, yes. what one thing I would love to do is kind of because Chris knows I've been kind of steeped in this psychedelic journey for a few months here and it's been profound I can't stop talking about it and um yeah so for me this was like so comforting to read it was like oh my gosh there's so many of my people out there in the world and I want to study with them whenever he would describe some sort of group of like a spiritual leader and an engineer and a doctor and a therapist and a in a yes. farmer all in a conference together and world? i was like where are they i need them <laughs> right. yeah I and had that. yes yeah. and so and so Definitely. for me I'm, I'm i would really like to hear from kara and chris like what what was the big thing like if you could go we, we don't because we'll go around again of course but one thing i want to know is off the top of your head like bam this hit me in the face this awareness or this um I didn't un- realize that, or I'm so happy about that, or whatever. So, Kara, how about you? Um, for me, um, I really enjoyed reading just the history about how the drugs came into being and kind of how Western civilization treated them in the first wave of research back in the 60s um, with all of those folks. And, um, then, so that kind of sucked me in. And then with the personal journeys, I've done some of that myself. So it was affirming to me. And also a lot of it was me going, yes, you know, different words, but same link, you know, the same concept that I use um, as a light worker when I'm talking about holding your hand in the dark and holding space for you and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of it was um, really affirming to me. And um, um, yeah, like, and like, like you, Claire, I read it really fast, and yet at the same time, I was sucked into all of the footnotes and the research, and I would be trailing yeah. off to you know some sideline over here, and I really want to go back and read it again and again, probably. So, yeah, yeah. after I do some mushrooms for sure. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just realized that there's a glossary in the back. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah okay, a, Chris. Chris, give me give me your first high level take. <laughs> My high-level take, I don't know what my high-level take, uh, I guess my high-level take was I found it very reassuring, very inspiring, and it was nice for the first time in my life to have this giant, well-researched, giant, beautiful book um, that the whole thing is about this subject and for it to be so legitimate. I mean, it was kind of wild. It was like, yeah, it's it's a game changer. Like, yeah, this is a bestseller. Like this, like all millions of people are reading this book. And, um, that was just really kind of blew my mind. It's kind of like that same funny feeling I had. And I still do every time I go into a dispensary, I'm just like, Whoa, where are the cops? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes. But, it's so strange, and um, 
you know, I still, if I'm at a party, I still, in Colorado, I'll still go outside in the cold, in the somebody's yard to smoke weed. So it's just, and people, I've had people say, oh, you can just smoke it right here. And I'm like, no, no, that's just not right. You just, I got to go have my little thought, you know? So it's just kind of in my own psyche how my whole experience has been so sort of like among my little group, which we all know everybody does. Um, but to be reading this book, it was just like, wow, that's insane. Mm-hmm. And then I had this flip side experience about halfway through where I, and this is just my shit, I'll just put it out there, and I'm also, like, my uterus is dying, so I'm just having all this women in the world shit go on. Mm -hmm. I was a little, I was a little sucker punched about halfway through, and I just felt like, God, it's all dudes. It's just all the, all the dudes get to hang out and have these legitimate, because they're doctors, and, Uh. you know, and I, it really struck me at one point. It was like, you know, if women had been there in charge of There are a few women, originally, but well, not there very are, many. And, and traditionally, there was probably, it was shamans as women, but it's just, right. there's a couple women, but for the most part, Las curanderas like, God damn it, and like, mm-hmm. all the cool dudes, and they got to kind of take it up. And because if we had done it, we would have been laughed. We would have pointed, we would have been witches strung up our, our necks. I mean, just period. So mm-hmm. I just, that kind of struck me at one point and I had to kind of get past that and deal with it or whatever. And just, you know, still really appreciate every single character, like every single doctor. I, I was just blown away by people's insight and dedication. So, I mean, overall I found it just an incredible piece of, of work. Yeah. It's like it's just a, it's a, to have it on my bookshelf. I'm just like, Where's more? I actually found like um, uh, 75 meetup groups. I did research today on psychedelic meetup groups. Yeah. Yeah. So my friend Julie, Mm. my friend Julie uh, Barron is the head of the Michigan Psychedelic Society. And the Detroit Psychedelic Society was the one that I did the toad with back in September. So that Ah, was the group. They brought they brought the toad to Detroit. And that's what that whole story was about. Julie, last a couple weeks ago when we would have had the show instead, Julie, um, Julie's group hosted um, the screening of a new documentary called From Shock to Awe, and it was at the Michigan mm. Theater, mm. and uh, it was about uh, two veterans who were healed from PTSD with ayahuasca, and then I hung oh. out, and then I hung out, so th- there was a big screening, and it was a lot of the psychedelic society in the area, and um, then the um, Unity Vibration Kombucha Beer Place in Ipsy, they had an after party, and we all went there. And so it was an entire, like, super cool kombucha bar full room of people who all had so many psychedelic stories. (laughs) Everybody. It was so amazing. It was so amazing because people were just like, oh, yeah, well, when I did this, when I did that, the first time I did this, oh, yeah, and there was a group. I mean, it was like these stories that we all. Yeah. And so Julie. Julie knows her stuff, and she's been a counselor for over 20 years, and she's guided people through journeys. So when I write my book about the history, it will have a lot of women in it. The whole point of me telling you that story is that my my witchy healers have been women, 
you know, and I've known, yeah, right. I've known a ton of them. I've known yeah. a ton of them. Um, right. So yeah. women, women stayed underground, but also during that time, women wouldn't really have, you know, from a, just a social standpoint, wouldn't have really yeah. been doctors, wouldn't have been going to medical right. school and wouldn't have been doing that. So, right. um, yeah, dude. but at any rate, yeah, whatever level of patriarchy and it was just the multiple levels of the patriarchy, but, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of the things, um, at the beginning, he does this great job of entering into the realm of like why adults can need their mind expanded mm. using himself as the example, mm. you know, he wanders into it kind of. Um, well, I'm okay, and have I gotten stuck in my thinking? Why would I think that? And kind of easing into that. And one of the things he says, um, oh, there's something about the, the the good thing is is I'm never surprised, and the bad thing is is I'm never surprised. Yeah, I'm never then, surprised. Yeah, and yeah. then he's always anticipating the next thing, and sometimes with worry and, and all this. And it's amazing to me that he could write the book with the amount of insight of sometimes I find it hard to describe a former state of mind once I get mm. past it. Right. Mm. Like it would be hard for me to yeah. write in the mindset of me at age 33 or something, you know, yeah. because I think differently now. <laughs> so for him to be able to, after doing all these psychedelic experiences, go back and, or maybe he was writing it as he went yeah. along. I don't know. And, I mean, in some cases he totally. did, he, he did take notes. I think there are some places yeah, where he, he, had, he, he, sh- he showed his it, notes and, um, yeah. And used oh, the yeah. notes of his, um, his guides. Also, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that's and just the wife. prowess. That's just yeah. the prowess of his writing yeah. though. You know, I mean, he is, he can describe really, really abstract shit in, a multitude of ways, you know, yeah. that just make Resonate. it make it pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go one of two directions next. And I wonder somebody can just grab one of these and we'll take it in that direction. So first one is, um, was there any specific thing that you were just so eager to talk about after the book? Like, a, a you know, you're like, bam, I really want to see what people thought about that. So you can take it that route and we'll all jump on that. Or you can take it on it have, if you've had uh, a super profound psychedelic experience um, and you want to take it that way. So who wants to grab one of those? Ooh, can mm. I take one? Kara, yes. Um, so one thing that I wanted to just bring up for a note was, um, well, first of all, I, was, I, I learned a lot um, about all the different psychedelics and um and I didn't know anything about the toad at all so that was really interesting and then um has anybody else on the call had a salvia divinorum experience have you guys tried salvia no Mm -mm. okay so he didn't touch on that and so I've had um an experience on that which sounded a lot like the toad experience actually it was like just a 20 or 30 minute experience Mm -hmm or less and you but you entirely leave your body and go to different I went to different lives I went out in space with dinosaurs and sharks and yep. all kinds of stuff going wow. on you know and um, it was yeah. really trippy is it a what, d- describe what right. salvia is um so salvia yeah, it? divinorum it's a plant and I actually looked it up it's in a different class than the other um substances or the psychedelics that he tried it's different than the mushrooms the lsd the toad um it's um 
it's in a class all of its own, and I can't remember the exact name. I have it on my wiki page, but um, it's a plant that can be, I smoked it like uh, marijuana in a pipe, um, but it can be ingested in apparently various ways, and the shamans uh, use it or have used it in the past. Um, and it's closely connected to Native American culture. So it's actually legal mm. technically in the United States in certain states. Like currently I tried it in Texas when it was still legal. It's no longer legal in Texas, but it's still legal in like ne um, New Mexico, I think in Arizona, but it's, it's very, you have to be really inside and connected to get a hold of any of it. And did you, did you require a guide? Um, I did not, but I was actually with um, somebody who was a twin flame soulmate of mine. And so he really assisted me with leaps and bounds in my soul um, journey and just in my evolvement. And so while we were together, um, mm -hmm. we like crossed into different lives. And, and so it, I felt safe with him. Like I remember the last words I said before I fell off, we were outside in a park and I had smoked a little bit of it. And then some recess from some school let out somewhere. Oh so my gosh. And he was like, can you walk? And I felt my legs leaving me like this sensation. I was going into the earth and I was like, yes, I can walk. So we walked to this ledge and hoisted ourselves up over some way out of the way. And I was like, the last thing I said was, if I don't come back, come find me. Don't leave me there. Like I knew my soul was going like somewhere else. Wow. 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 Dang. Cool. Okay. So that was kind of, so who wants to jump in after that? Was that a personal experience? So that was a personal experience. So anybody else want to talk about their profound personal psychedelic experience? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been that high on a psychedelic probably in, I don't know, that high where I like really kind of went out there for, I don't know, maybe 20 years. Oh wow! Um, I, yeah, I mean, I've I've taken it and I've I've had mushrooms and I I get to that more sort of like working level high, where it's I'm I'm high enough, but I can still see where yeah. I'm going and yeah, it's so it's, like a body it's so high and, so. Uh, let, let me explain something real quick. I'm going to jump off from Christina because here's what you need to know about the psychedelic sandwich that she talked about earlier. Oh, yes. Yeah, I have to go to the bathroom really quick. Um, we were um, <laughs> 16 and 17 years old in the concert choir at Bowling Springs High School. And the concert choir oh won, won, a, won a trip to Disney World. We got to sing at Disney World. And Chris and I uh, are like... We, we were going to go sing. We're singing in, like, little matching dresses with a bunch of other little southern white kids. Taffeta. Burgundy taffeta. Burgundy taffeta. And we, in Florida. In mm. Florida. And while we're there, we're like, we may as well drop yeah, some acid. <laughs> and so, literally. Acid. Why not? So, there's literally. All for the record, Shelly's idea. <laughs> so, literally, um, you know, it's a small world. I mean, it was. Oh, Canada, it's awesome, insane. Dude. Like the whole, and, and, and our choir friends are trying to hang with us and we're kind of like, gotta go. No. Like, they're like, do you guys want to eat a, eat a big bowl of rice? We're like, no, we don't want to eat anything or see you guys or anything. <laughs> so then the second day, second day, so we, we go home, we go to the hotel, we come back the next day. Um, oh no, no, no. I know what it was. It was the first day. Miss Parker gets out. She walks up to the gate. We had dropped about. 30 minutes ago and we knew our timing like by the time we get to the gate and get rid of everybody we'll be good to go we were thinking about it 
Miss Parker goes to the gate, comes back in tears. <laughs> and we're like, I remember what? This. what? What? What's we're on this wrong? crowded bus. What's going on? And she gets there. She's like, they don't have our tickets. They lost the tickets. I don't know what we're going to do. And me and Chris are like, oh, no. This is not happening. We are getting <laughs> in that. there. And we get, so we both get real super, like, A, freaked out, and then motivated. Like, Miss Parker, I'm sure we can find it. Let's all, get, let's all get off the bus and go that direction. Like, we get super motivated for Miss Parker. Anyway, so then... She went. She so so we. She had kids early. She had two kids. She she you know became a massage therapist, became a teacher, went back to school, got writing degree, all these things. And now we're on the other side, kind of of the psychedelic sandwich. We're talking about psychedelics again. So do you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like that story was when we were six. That was like yeah. thirty oh, yeah. something yeah. years uh-huh. ago. Okay. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Over here. Okay. So. Um, yeah, man, her, I did yeah. so much acid following that, though. I mean, yeah. I did so much, so much. I, I at one point um, with Ashlyn, we we traded oh, a TV my for a sheet God. of acid, <laughs> and we we dosed every day for oh, I don't even know. Oh my how long. God! Did you live I mean, in? Did in you live at the beach? That, Where were you living then? We did. It's a long story. That but we sounds were like nice. I remember this. Like, uh, I remember this. A month, six weeks before school started. But, yeah, I mean, and her aunt, in the middle of that, her one night we were up. We'd probably been dosing for a couple weeks at that point. It was the middle of the night. She was talking to some dude on the phone, and I was drawing. And I got he walked across the room and felt this huge shift. And by the, literally, I'm sitting down to pee, and by the time I'm peeing, I start crying and I'm like, wow, you know, I just feel so sad all of a sudden. And the next thing I know, I'm like, hey, Ashlyn, I just, I don't know, I felt this overwhelming sadness. Like somebody just passed through. She hangs up the phone and calls her mother. And her mother says to her, I was just about to call you. Your aunt just passed. So mm-hmm. I'm 99% sure that her, her aunt came to visit her, like her spirit came to visit her. And she was kind of preoccupied. And as I was walking across the room toward her, by the way, like I had to get close to Ashlyn to get to the bathroom. Like I felt her, her, her aunt, um, who she was really close with. So I had that happen and that was definitely life altering. Hmm. And then I just kept doing acid. I mean, I just did acid. <laughs> Come on, acid and, and sh- then the and next then day I did it again. <laughs> the next day I did it again. I mean, I, I remember yeah. being on a dead show. I don't know where I was. I took a shit ton of acid. Everything was melting away. I left my shoes somewhere. It was like an outdoor venue. Leaving shoes <laughs> somewhere is just did... regular, though. <laughs> For yeah. a festival, I, you're supposed I, like, to leave I your had shoes to, somewhere. Like, go find my little area by myself to just dance. And like yeah. I was so yeah. high, I I just had to like maintain and be able to move and deal with like the hundreds of thousands of or you know right. ten thousand people. I guess not hundreds well, of thousands, well, but a lot of yeah. people. Man, it's a lot. Oh yeah. Okay. So knowing you then, right. Knowing you then and knowing you now, here's what I would say is having just done the toad and just read this book and knowing Julie and seeing this documentary and kind of being back in this realm, everything is different. Like there's no, and 
Kara, you can probably attest to this with the salvia, but reading this book and me, and I was thinking about me trying to explain to you guys the 5-MeO-DMT a couple of right. months ago, and I couldn't. I was like, it's so hard to put in the way. But then I start reading it, and he says the exact same things. I was shot into right. the universe. I was trembling at the awe of infinity. I was, uh, you okay. know, there was no sense of self, you know, this brokenness of mm. ego, and everything was, you know, and it's like repeated and repeated in here. The exact thing. It's yeah, astonishing. Exact thing. Yeah. So, like the Salvia. Yes. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like the, the even <laughs> even like the history, the history. I mean the the thing that I said when I was telling you guys about the toad was the intensity of the onset that is so profound that you can't even remember the beginning of you, you know. So we're going to go mm-hmm. into this room. We're going to sit down here. Um, so my point is. The the then and now, like I can't imagine anything being different than me tripping on acid on a beach or something in my 20s than this experience because it was a different setting. It was a different intention. It was a different, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, a different level mm-hmm. of research and trust and point yeah. and, and mm-hmm. all of that. It was – there's no way you could party on <laughs> – Five mao DMT. Yeah. Oh, there's no. That's not a. That's not a party. No. 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 That's it. So, the interesting thing that that I'll and then I'll hand it off. But um, throughout, he is he's a scientific person grappling with like the legitimacy of a spiritual experience, you know. And so are a lot of the other people in the story. Some people are just like. Fuck it, it's a mystical experience. <laughs> Why oh, does it yeah, have to be anything else? Constant, and I think I'm that person. Yeah, I'm like, there's this constant, yeah, p- uh, push and pull between mysticism and science. Yeah, yeah. and it's and it's interesting because he says at some point about, um, well, they used it, but it was only rec- recreational. And I think I can't remember which guy he's talking to says, well, let me. Why did you put it that way? Like, what's Jesse, wrong? Right? Yeah, Bob Jesse, yeah. maybe. He says, why'd you put it, you know, just yeah. recreational? Like, yeah, what's wrong with what's something wrong being? With, yeah, what's wrong with, with that? Well, that yeah. You yeah. re- yeah. recreate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kara, what, what well, you saying? definitely. What'd you say? Kara, were you going to say something right there? Oh, um, no, but um, I can agree with your, your you know, I tripped acid in my 20s. I only did acid twice in my life because somebody told me, and this might have been the influence that they talk about, but somebody told me that you yeah. will always be chasing your first trip. And so I tripped in college <laughs> and then I did it a second time, like out at a concert. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't quite right. as, so yeah, I'm good with that, you know? So I never did acid again. Right. But yeah. Recently I did mushrooms and I did a shaman mushroom trip by myself. I was my own guide and that was an entirely oh, different experience. So wow. wait, wait, wait. By your, you were your own guide. How do you, how did you Yes. How do you, I, how do you, how do you? Like <laughs> an hour a day. So when they were talking about the serious meditators and how you can reach these states of consciousness through meditation or breath work, I've done that. So mm-hmm. I'm very familiar I'm with that. And I used uh, some breath work to gather all myself when they went and soul traveled and did the quantum healing and did all of that to come back to myself. And my guides or myself told me like before I started the trip that I needed to wear my rosary from childhood 
my mala beads and my rosary from San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, where I met Chris. And um, so the three beads together, when I wore them on my wrist, made the sound of the kundalini serpent rattle of the soul. So that's what I had to remember um, before I took the mushrooms and went into Because I took about uh, maybe like five grams. Holy of crap. Wow. crap. So, yeah. I think that's <laughs> what they would call a hero dose. <laughs> Is that thing a hero dose? Shit. Right all at once. I think the most yeah, I did was, was, yeah, whatever uh, an eighth is, like three point something grams. Mm. Wow. Holy crap. Well, but I've never done that, LSD. Like, and I don't do mushrooms that often. I hadn't done mushrooms in years. Right. And I've only done mushrooms right. maybe less than five times, six times total. Oh, that's oh. intense. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. See, I yeah, I've like, done it I three like times. I, I definitely want to do uh, uh, with a guide. Like, I definitely, the next yeah. time I, I definitely yeah. want to do it with a guide. And I, de- but I want to be a guide. What I wanted guy. to say about Shelly was, I know you would be a great guide. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what I was, is like, I, I did have, I think, several mystical experiences when I was doing traveling and being in the woods. And can, I was in nature a lot. Nature. And I had several mystical experiences but mm-hmm. for me in my before I was even 20, 20 I had my daughter when I was 22 so I, for me it's like what's the sandwich for me personally is like I had incredible psychedelic experiences that completely changed my life the trajectory of my life I can 100% almost attribute to dropping acid and wanting to have this connection with myself and my life. Like I had this, and, and definitely psychedelics were a huge part of that. And yet, <laughs> I, in the middle of the sandwich, it, it wasn't that I never did psychedelics while I was raising my kids. I didn't do it for probably a 10-year span and then did mushrooms, I think, right around, or at, I did acid around the time they were in high school for the first time. And it was great. And I remember being like, Oh, thank fucking God. I got to do this more often again. But, um, I haven't had a later, I've had some mystical experiences being sober. And I, I think I told Shelly and Kara about doing Hoffman, which is a seven day long process, which people describe. And I would describe as a, as a seven day long, sober, intensive work approach. That is a that is an acid trip. It is like the exercises and the process is like doing acid for a week. Well, wow. you dissolve your ego, right? You dissolve your ego. Well, you're 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 definitely facing stuff that comes up, and there's a lot of guided work, and there's just a lot of work. It's it's again hard to describe. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I now I want to do I this part of the sandwich. Being 47, my uterus, um, my kids, um, death. Um, just like all the sh- kind of, to be honest, without being too dreary, like just all of the real life things mm-hmm. that are in the mm-hmm. middle of my sandwich. Cause I, I did have this very mystical sort of early life, I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just like went down a rabbit hole and, um, you know, it's been kind of an, an ass kicker. And I, I very often say, and Kyle laughs at me but I'll, I'll just be like every once in a while I just I'm I'm like I don't get it I just don't know why we're here I don't know why there's so much suffering mm-hmm. I just I get that it's like incredible to be a human being and the sunlight 
And that's what I mean by the present moment. It's like, I just got to sit in the sunlight and yeah. take, take some breaths. And because pretty much beyond that, these days, uh, there's just real serious shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I need help, you know? Yes. <laughs> I need help. Yeah. And this book totally addresses that too, that he, they suggest that, you know, a lot of adults, um, middle age, our age in our forties, um, would be really good candidates, especially, and even if they've never tried psychedelics before, um, because we lose that sense of being in the now moment. Yeah. I can be in the now. It's just being being reminded of the unity all the time. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you gotta like, you gotta make phone calls. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. You got to like pay your insurance. It's stupid things. Oh, yeah. And talk to the insurance people. Fuck it's that just, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. much. Oh, it is. It it's is. So much. So this, it really, it really reignited my desire to reconnect to those. And he talked about that, like how mm-hmm. it helps you reconnect to your childhood. And yeah. Yeah. Um, the childlike mind, even yeah, you know, yeah. Like I ha- I can tap into that, but I I definitely feel like going deeper, probably deeper than I I I feel safe doing on my own, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, that's the problem. I, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to see. I wanted to see if you guys. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to problem. see if you guys. I was just realizing all these things I wanted to ask you about. Like, did I? I kept writing down. Oh, look up CSP, the Center for. Um, oh, it's the very first thing you referenced, csp.com. Look up maps. Look up Esalen. Look up uh, the Paul Stamets oh, TED Talk. Look up the Life Magazine, you know, Magic Mushroom article. Did any of yeah, you guys go yeah. on little research tangents and I, I find haven't things? Yet. I haven't yet. You yeah, haven't yet. Yeah, I did. And I also told Chris, I Googled all the images of the gentlemen just to see what they looked like because I, I don't know. I just needed a visual of all their faces. Yeah. And um, quite honestly, um, Humphrey Osmond just terrified me. And I Who? Which one? Humphrey Osmond. He made me, like, he, like, <laughs> scared me in my soul. Like, when oh, I was no. Which one was I he? Was, like, maybe we've met Humphrey another Humphrey Osmond? Anyway. Who, which one was he? There were so many dudes. There were so many people in this story. I was the so one many dudes. kind of opposite of Captain Al Hubbard. Like, Osmond was the yeah. um, very logical... Um, I, not that they weren't all logical, but very um, trenched in like, science and um, kind of the mediator, I think, mm-hmm. also. Like with Tim Leary, and I guess Tim Leary was more of the antithesis of Al Hubbard. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, yeah, they were up there. Yeah, that yeah. I mm. highlighted so many things. I want to go back and watch on YouTube and Google. And Yeah, me and- too. Me too. Well, here's what I found out. So last night I was writing down notes, and I get up this morning. I text a friend who I think Chris has met before. Um, I said, hey, did you used to work for MAPS, the, the psychedelic research? Yeah. 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 And he said, yeah, I did. I'm like, oh, do you know this person, this person, this person? I'm reading this book, How to Change Your Money. He's like, yeah, I worked with all them. And wow. so I'm like, oh, my oh gosh, my you should call into the podcast tonight. And he's kind of well-known in the cannabis industry, and they're going through this big merger or something right now. He's like, I don't know if I need to be yeah. linking myself up with that mm. right at this exact moment, you know. <laughs> but he has worked with these people. So then I have another friend that worked at, I don't know how to say it, Esalen. 
Esalen. Yeah. 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 So I have two friends who lived there and were massage therapists and stuff there. That's amazing. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, do to do, I didn't look up the Ted talk, but I really want to read that 1957 magic mushroom article. Uh, Did any of you guys look that one up? No, no. you mean the, like I the original uh, yes. article? Yes. Well, and it's interesting. I think, um, did I tell you guys, so remember the story about the curandera? So I think it's this story. He goes down to see the lady in Mexico mm. and um, ends up that her village kind of gets runned over because everybody yeah, wants right. to go down and see. Yeah, it's like called or something. Yeah. And so... There's a and so curandera. The first time I heard the word curandera was in a book called Bless Me Ultima, which I read earlier this year. Mm. I think we should read that. <laughs> we should read that because she's kind of known for healing with and she's known for being a witch and everything. And it's fascinating because yeah. one of the things, another one of the things that this book reminded me of is how important it is to me to not forget about the kind of earthy healers. Like there's always somebody trying to kind of stamp down the, that earthy, witchy healer over time, you know? threatening to Christianity. Oh, yeah. 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 But, so. I, but I feel like this is kind of a, a hopeful time for that kind yes. of thing right now. You know, the fact that this book is out, the fact that we screen that movie, the fact yes. that, you know, veterans, uh, you know, are lobbying for things like cannabis it's just a very interesting time um for this kind of thing you know and like you said i want to be the guide um yeah yeah i was sitting there thinking like i want to know everything about mushrooms you know i was thinking in my that whole section about the guy that's the mushroom expert you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah. and he's just he's just you know, his he's the um, that's his whole life. He you has know? the place called like Fungi yeah. Perfecti or yes, something. Yes, yes, yeah. Fungi Perfecti. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, I eat mushrooms all the time. Like, you know, cook was with regular Stamos? mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I think his name was Stamos, like the mushroom stem, Stamos. I think no, his name was Stamos. like Stamets. Stamets. Paul Stamets. Paul Stamets. Yeah. Um, and he talks about how. Uh, you know, they're really like, I have this coffee that I drink that's made out, this made out of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I have vitamins that I take that are made out of mushrooms. Yes. Yes. And I realized like, oh, I, you're fungalicious. <laughs> I am. That's what my tattoo says. Um, <laughs> she's fungalicious. Um, no, Same just tattoo. Wow. they're such weird. But like a silhouette. Yes. They're weird. Uh, little, little unintimidating, humble thingies, you know? You mean mushrooms yeah. and fungi. Mushrooms yeah. and fungi. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not like so an eagle soaring. They're not like an yeah. elephant. They're not a rose. They're just kind of like, meh. Yeah. But they have these fucking magical properties. I love their it's name. Incredible. I love their name. This genus, I guess, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's not the right word. Of mushroom. The pronunciation is psilocybes. Ooh. Did you read that? Yeah. What? I probably didn't say it that way. Yeah. Well, I would not have pronounced that in my head. But then there was a footnote that showed that the the emphasis is on the (laughs) os. 
Okay. The emphasis. Oh, good. On the good. Nice work. Nice work. Yeah. Good job. Good job. And those are the mushrooms that have psilocybin and psilocin those are the two chemicals look at you pronouncing oh, shit over i know Damn. i know i when i was reading it i was like really trying to pronounce it right in my head yeah you love are the detail love love the yeah. detail of the fungus being that the internet of the forest yes oh shit that shit blows my mind yeah. i love that yeah it's super cool yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well, and just that whole that whole they me- that they mentioned at the end the uh, Gaia theory essentially that e- the Earth is a one w- an entity organism. yeah is a singular well you know a, m- a, a very complex but singular organism of some sort oh my god um, and that well, fungi it is one you know, planet uh, right yeah yeah for sure I mean I think right. that if, when I think about what I sort of believe and my experience on this planet as, as a thing that lives on this planet. Like I, I think that I, I believe that and I agree with that to a certain extent. Yeah. That blows my mind. That blows my mind because then we're all, we're all, you know, or we're all we're one maybe cell. Parasites, I don't know. We're we're baby parasites. We, exactly. <laughs> we're baby parasites. That's what I'm talking about. Jeez, we're man. We're going to fuck it all up. We go we go kill it all. Any other animal. Yeah. Yeah. You know we what? are. We're causing the most damage. This, this is called the Anthropocene. Wow. This, this era. Of, what does that mean? Humans. Anthropocene? Yeah. It's like the Jurassic is like what the time period is now what they call now as far as like as far as like earth time you know how there's like the jurassic period the triassic period the cenozoic all that shit the current era is called the anthropocene the anthropocene because anthro is man like anthropology wow good job go girl I followed. Woo! I followed some. There's of that. a really good book called the. I think it's called the Sixth Extinction or the Fifth Extinction. Some there's a book about how okay. how basically humans are killing the earth. Wow, so. that's positive. If anyone wants exactly. to read that next time, if anybody wants to have a rockin' Friday really night, nice. also a very good, <laughs> also a very good science book. Every not time as, we drive, like it's out, yeah. it's out of control, man. It's yeah. out of control. I never thought I would. I would. I always thought that the amount of pollution that we're seeing now would be in my children's adult life. I didn't think it would actually happen in my adult life, that there's trash everywhere in the ocean. Our atmosphere is fucked. Our water systems, our water, it's bad. It's it's propelled very quickly, considering we just started talking about it. In In my life, it was like somewhere in the 80s and like, 88, 89. It was like Earth Day. It was a big deal. Hold on a second. What? May I say something? Oh, yeah, please. And then there's also Flint, too. (laughs) And then there's also Flint. What do you mean? I mean, Flint. The water. Yeah, the the water water. in Flint. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, and then it, I mean, that's, that's, go ahead. Everybody's going to be Flint. Everybody. I know. There's there's going to be a time when, if if not already, hundreds of millions of people are being poisoned. 
And they're paying for it, by the way, right. with their tax dollars. Well, I just wanted to bring us back to to the book. So <laughs> <laughs> not that those aren't super fun things to talk about. But maybe some guy can save us. Yes. Oh, yes. We're talking about, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, and the one guy used fungi to... Um, Eat oil. Uh, eat oil. oil, yeah. The, yes. yes. The oil yeah. spill. It, like, yeah. ate, yeah. sucked up the it's oil. Amazing. It's amazing. oil or something. It's amazing. Yeah, and... Wait, go ahead. What, Kara? Oh, I just said, yeah, mushrooms are amazing. Yes. They're amazing. It's really yeah, wild. And I think, about, I think about how little we know, you know? We're as oh, humans walking around, yeah. and you think about, like, how can we not know? And there's some part of the book, I can't remember where it is, but he talks, they're trying to scientifically discover why would a poisonous mushroom still be around being eaten by animals? Mm. And right. And then it's like, well, maybe the mushrooms were being eaten so that they could spread. You know what I mean? They just right. needed the to be mushroom, they, yeah. The mushrooms are enticing. That's how yes. they make themselves enticing, by yeah. providing this experience. So, right. Well, and, yeah. then it, and then it gave me... Like humans are the spore yes. heads. Yes. Like the, the, the ants. talking about the Yeah. Ants. Oh, my God. So then I started thinking about um, all the communication that happens all the time that we don't know about. Plants communicating with animals. Yeah. Animals communicating with other animals. Birds communicating across long distances. Yeah. Whales communicating. Whales communicating with the moon. I was just like, oh, we don't know shit. Yeah. We don't well, know that, shit. And then information, we eat information, right? Everything is information if you look at it in as energetically. So like the mushroom that you're eating is information and that mushroom contains information that you're eating. You know what I mean? Oh so my god. Too. <laughs> oh my god. Like I read an interesting so article Alice in Wonderland, you know, being like super old food and containing all of this information when you eat them that's so good for your DNA and or genes or whatever. So but yeah. Wow. It's so, it's, it's so, it, this is what's interesting when I think about psychedelic experiences and why it can snap people out of a pattern. Because um, one of the things, and maybe you guys can sum this up better than me, but um, throughout this book, uh, there are teams of scientists and healers that find each other and they want to continue to do experience with, um, experiments with psychedelics because it tends to help change people's minds people who have been depressed people who've been addicted people who have gone through grief it tends or, to change or their mind who are dying cancer patients is yeah. really the big so they're driven to keep the doing this research what they yes. what they were able to where they started basically yes yes so they're they're and and i've been thinking about like why is it profound you know having recently had this profound experience and it's that sense of being thrust out into such a wonder that waking life shifts altogether. It's, it's a, um, and he describes it. He describes it over and over and over. He just keeps talking about all the, didn't yeah, you like love like all the stories? Up, an opening up of an aperture kind of is this idea that it like, yeah. you know, allows, allows you to, well, when they're talking about the sort of neurochemical reason they think it works is because the there's this part of the brain called the 
DMN or something like that. I forget. Default mode network, yeah. The default, say that again. Default mode network. Default mode network, yes. Default mode. Yeah. yeah. Which, wow. all this makes so much fucking sense. It's insane. Like, as, yeah. as someone who is depressed, like, I recently came off of antidepressants and have been reading a lot about this kind of stuff, just, like, depression and anxiety and... I mean, this book gets it all right. Like, and all of this makes so much sense to me. And so much is validating to my experience as well with that and also with psychedelics. Um, but the idea that you have this um, this default mode network that essentially is the function of your ego in your mind that is yourself and that when you're on psychedelics that that is kind of... Um, Pause or sh- mm-hmm. yeah, shut down. Yeah. It it it's it's a brain function that that dips below a certain energy point or whatever, a certain amount of mm-hmm. electrons or however the fuck the brain works. Um, yeah, that's how it works. And then other th- other other functions, yeah. other things kind of get to function different ways, and then all these crazy fun new neural pathways are made and that's kind of why you are creative yeah. like you make associations that i mean it all just mm-hmm. all of it totally makes sense but in particular talking about how depression functions um depression and anxiety and also i mean the important part of that too for me was learning that there is new research and still controversial controversial research um, about defining mental illness as more of like a broad spectrum rather than um, trying to delineate between different symptoms, you know, because there's so much overlap, right. for example, between depression and anxiety. And for mm-hmm. me, anxiety and ADHD, ADD, um, mania and anxiety and depression and anxiety, like pep, trying to pick those things apart mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is... Well, and I- I think that's kind of a problem generally with um, with Western is that we try to treat one system or one function or one uh, one body part, and then so other systems um, or in the the Eastern philosophy, the chi is blocked or ki, however you pronounce it, is blocked, and so certain things, other things, start shutting down when you're treating, you know. So then you have a whole host of things, and they are all kind of interrelated. And I've had some of that myself. But I think also with the default mode network, kind of back what you're saying with the brain and with the treating the addiction is we have this narrative that we tell ourselves that forms the yes. ego, our children. And the ego is the self that not only it's 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 self that others reflect back to us. And so how we are treated during early childhood and reacted to is also formulating our sense of self. And so when we have this different teenage sense of self that evolved as ego and a separation from others, what the psych, that's where, you know, if there's a void addiction in whatever form can set in. Um, And then what the psychedelics can do is it, it strips down the barriers between the ego, the self and the other, so that you feel the sense of unity and reconnection with other people, with other souls, with the living, with the dead, with the 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 universal connectedness. If you have felt that before um, and can understand in your frame of reference what that means, but yeah, I think psychedelics are really helpful in many ways with the stripping of the ego and then the reconnecting with the bigger, larger picture, whatever that is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And and it's interesting because there's this um, one of the things that you hear through throughout the book, throughout different stories of people that have volunteered to to go through an experiment. They um, there's like the in the guide helps with this but there's the you're going to be a little scared but as soon as you stop trying to control it and let go of the fear yeah. then the experience will change and it will be pleasant you go know yeah go into it and open so the door go into the stairs stand and ask there's there's two questions and they he repeated them twice like stand yeah. and ask what are you here to teach me and why or like why are you in my mind and where do you here to teach me it's yeah kind of the two questions it's, you're supposed to ask any monster or evil that you confront or, yeah yeah and it's like, it's interesting because if you can allow yourself to do that in waking life you know in in the version of consciousness that we go about in on a regular, if, if you can get into that same mindset of like this thing, I'm this fear I'm getting heading into is seems unbearable and terrifying. But if I can let go of the fear, like if you can train your mind a little bit to know that that's a possibility, I think that is Mm, profound. I think that's profoundly healing. The profound healing thing for me is kind of like a general letting people off the hook it's kind of a you know what everything's so big and wondrous yeah that i'm sure like it's it's so big and wondrous that it's so much bigger than this thing it kind of so yeah i loved the i loved the use of the word entropy rather than uncertainty yeah me too that was really 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 like oh tell me more about that crucial to me so he kind of talks about how so the the Dominant mode network. That's it, right? I said that right. Default. Default, Default mode network. Mm-hmm. DMN. Yeah. Um, DMN. <laughs> basically tries to, you know, it keeps the chaos of this of your brains just kind of like wanting to fire off and do all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's the ringleader essentially. It's order. Mm-hmm. It's the orchestrator. Yeah. 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 So when that goes offline, there's a little bit more room for chaos. And um, there's this idea that I just I just this idea of calling it entropy and that actually most of us have too much control. Like we try to have too much control over this uncertainty. The modern mind, you know, mm-hmm. needs to have this control over it. Um, and I, I mean, for me, I love as as a student of specifically like anthropology learning about how we conceive what we use you know is called sort of the primitive mind and mm-hmm. versus the modern mind but when you think about it like just the different conditions that you would be living in and now and i mean i think that i think that industrialized life like i think we suffer I think human beings, like most of us, really suffer, like living in cities and not being in nature. Sitting in chairs. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. All this kind of, like, our bodies physically suffer and our mentality suffer when we're not in nature. Like, we need that. As humans, we need that. Nature is the highest vibration frequency. So if everything is energy, if you go spend, like, 20 minutes out in nature barefoot and ground yourself Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. dirt, you will feel so amazing so much better yeah 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 so all these things just totally make sense yeah yeah Yeah, it's interesting i've been thinking about i'm gonna 
tell a quick story. <laughs> um, okay. But no, I, I don't think, I well, I'm, I'm, Chris knows my older brother, Robbie, and she knows how um, the mindset in the little town of 96 is different than Ann Arbor. And um, it's a more conservative area, and cannabis isn't legal there. You know, it's a weird thing for people to talk about. Um, but they live on 100 acres or 80 acres or something like that. They're on this big farm. Um, usually the ideas I talk about around them might be a little out of the, you know what I mean. They're not, they wouldn't have a conversation about psychedelics probably. You're the liberal right. coming in with your right. liberal but I'm, progressive but, ideas. But what's interesting to me is I look at it and I just go, oh, it'll, it'll change. You know, it used to drive me insane, but I'm like, oh, it'll change. So I've got to tell you something magical that happened two days ago. I'll try to make the story short. I've been having these anxious thoughts, and the anxious thoughts start when I picture myself trying to have a conversation with my mom about President Trump. <laughs> and I start imagining the com- I start imagining the- I start imagining the conversation. And I start going, oh, my gosh, I can't figure out how to make it go well. How will it go? We're going to be, we're going to come to, how did he get her respect? How did this man that cheated on his wives and bankrupt eight businesses and makes fun of um, disabled people and makes fun of women's bodies? (laughs) Like, How did he gain my sweet mom's respect? And I don't understand it. And I just want to understand. I really do. And I get worked up about this, and sometimes I get like pushback when I talk about certain things around my family. And they, for them, it's very subtle, and they're just joking mm-hmm. with me. But for me, it feels kind of like an attack, and I kind of like, oh, I feel weird, you know. But so sometimes conversations like that are are tense. So I get a voicemail from my brother Robbie, my oldest brother Robbie, a few days ago, and it's like, hey. uh, I, I got a question for you. I just want to run something by you. Uh, if you can give me a call, it'd be great. And his, the way his voice, <laughs> I listened to it three or four times, and I'm like, is he upset? Is he? Yeah. How is this going to go? And my mind gets all these wrong ideas. I call him. He's like, now, don't judge me. I'm going to ask you a question. And I was like, um, okay. And he starts to tell me about how his, he hurt his back again after he had surgery. And he was at a gun show today, and he met a veteran. And the veteran told him about CBD oil. Fuck <laughs> yeah! And I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff." Yeah. And he goes, "Well, I mean, what, what what do you know about it?" And I realized, like, oh, he's really open to this right now. Like, he's in pain. Yeah. He heard this from a veteran at a gun oh, show. Yeah. Oh, at a and gun he's like, show. He's yeah. like, yeah, but the thing is, is I'm like my bursting with joy. You yeah. know, I'm just like, I never thought right. this conversation would happen. I'm so excited. He said, Shelly, they had me on these, you know, opiates and, you know, muscle relaxers. I couldn't even do anything. I can't even do anything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. He goes, but I don't understand. Like, I met this guy a half an hour ago and he told me to take a drop of this stuff and I feel better. And I'm like, well, maybe it's it's just working. <laughs> you know, it's maybe it's just working. I mean, that's the way it works for me. Yeah. Like I take C B D oil as a regular, like supplemental yeah. just thing, like vitamin yeah. D. You know, it's yeah. 
they're just there. Yeah. So my point is... Get lots of vitamin D. Yeah. And so my point is, is that opened up this conversation. We started talking about acupuncture. And we started... To, I was like, well, Robbie, you know how, like, ginger makes your belly feel better. And lavender... Yeah. Makes you sleepy, and you know there's just a plant. Yeah. It's a plant. A lot of yeah. plants have magical properties. You put aloe on a sunburn, like it's just a plant. That's what it is. It's a Did plant, you say like ginger for tummy. Ginger for your tummy. Did you say yeah. that? Yeah. Just yeah. Now? Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are you satisfied with that? No, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about ginger. What about ginger like, for your tummy? Wait, oh, wait. I did. No, she I did. Think she said she that. did it. <laughs> she said that. Yeah. She checked it off. <laughs> yeah, but sorry. my point is, is me and my brother, <laughs> my, me and my brother ended up talking about. Then we talked a little bit about the psychedelic movie for veterans, and then we talked a little bit. I mm. had this conversation with my brother. That was so wow. polar opposite mm. the way I thought it was going to go because of my crazy brain and because of the tone of his voice on the voicemail that I completely misread. We had this <laughs> wonderful big conversation about acupuncture and plant medicine. And and the last thing I said to him, I was just like, well, I'm just going to keep going down this big open path because, like, how fun. Like, who cares now? I'm like, <laughs> he's like, well, anything else you want to tell me? And I said, well... You live on a giant amount of land, and if there's a bill starting to go through the South Carolina like government, um, I would try to start figuring out what you're going to do with that land. You know, like, can you met? You've been to my parents' farm in '96, right? Once, once. You remember Maybe how much once. land there is? Yes, yes. Basically, I'm telling my brother like, you need to be the grower. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. in a couple uh, yeah. of years, Did this could be the freaking jam, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I'm just going to leave that right there for you. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've just told him. But my point is, is my mind, um, all the things that happen in life and how big life is and how big all the things we don't know are and all of that. If you can relax into that wonder and that's why I think psychedelics are healing. It's, there was this um, uh, da, 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 page 211. He's talking about his 5-MAO DMT experience, which, of course, is near and dear to my heart. And one of the things right. he talks about, so two sections that I wanted to talk about, about why I think this is magical. First, when he's talking about the woman who's going to um, kind of, he's meeting with about doing it. What's her name? Olivia. Maybe Olivia. And... Um, He's saying, she says, I was shot out into an infinite realm of pure being. Uh, There were no figures in this world, no entities, just pure being. And it was huge. I don't know what infinity was before this. And um, all of a sudden I'm like, yep, infinity. That's exactly, I can 100% relate. And then he talks about how scared his experience was. And what he says was, only afterward... Did I wonder, this is after his 5-MEO DMT experience, which was kind of terrifying, but then he came out of it. Only afterward did I wonder if this was what the mystics called Mysterium Tremendum. So think about that, Mysterium Tremendum. The blinding, unendurable mystery, whether of God or some other ultimate or absolute, before which humans tremble in awe. Mm. And Huxley described it as the fear of being overwhelmed, of disintegrating under a pressure of reality greater than a mind, accustomed to living most of the time in a cozy world of symbols could possibly bear. And so what's interesting is I think the fear of somebody like, oh, I don't know if I want to embrace that kind of like giant psychedelic mysticism. I think the fear is 
of the Mysterium Tremendum of like, what if I learned something so big I can't even handle it? You know, like, and that's kind of how I felt on 5-MAO-DMT. I felt like it's too, I don't know what to do with this much vastness and sense of infinity. How, what do I do with that just on a regular Tuesday, like getting gas, right. you know, well, picking up my glove. The point I don't is know that what to we do can't, with it. and that's what the DMN, 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 yes. you know. We that, can't. Yes. But I think if you can get past the fear of experiencing it, of just knowing that there's awesomeness, Mm. knowing that well yeah right you remind yeah. yourself that that's what they say that's how people yeah. sort of alcoholics or even people who are depressed can kind of yeah. tap back into that is just having a memory of those yeah those revelations that, that they have or those the images even sometimes <clears throat> yeah and the glimpse into wonder i think is a healing property you 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 know you if you get a glimpse of awesomeness in nature, you get a glimpse of awesomeness in a giant work of art. Um, there's hope in there. And that is a healing thing. Mm. I think that's a healing property is a glimpse into something so wonderful that it gives you hope. It gives you like a, mm. Oh, you know, there's so much magic. It's overwhelmingly yeah. incredible. And I can't almost can't believe it. And, 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 even in the Christian faith that I grew up with, there's that sense of like you're, you can't even look in the face of God because you can't handle it. There's that sense of like I'm, I'm standing on a mystical ground. It's this, the mm. same kind of struck down or wrestled with a spirit all night. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's stories about biblical characters wrestling with a spirit all night, and that's what those experiences feel like I think sometimes is you're like what are you trying to teach me strange spirit world anyway um strange spirit world (laughs) (laughs) grr grr (laughs) let me tell you something (laughs) oh my gosh so the other thing I wanted to ask you guys to say is we've been using like oh there's all these dudes doing this The, the dudes we're referring to um is throughout the book Michael Pollan spends time with researchers and counselors and scientists and he goes into the woods to meet with the them. psychedelic goes, elite the psychedelic elite and so <laughs> we're psychedelic <laughs> yeah psychedelic elite yeah. psychedelic elite uh roland griffith paul stamets terence mckenna's stone date theory Remember that? Oh, I love that. There's so many good theories so that many you're good just things. like, oh, I, I want to like have conversations with people about this. Yes, like, that yes. is just something. That's that what I we're feel doing. Like, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even at like, <laughs> thanks, Joe. Look at how quickly she manifested her desire. No, I have a con- no. It's just like, oh, this is a really interesting <laughs> conversation piece. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you should come to one of the psychedelic society meetings. This I is- would fucking love to. Are yes. you kidding me? Yes, yes. Let me tell you that one quick Hell side yeah. story about the psychedelic. That that was a wonderful night. Lots of nice people. Um, here's the deal about kombucha beer. Kombucha is a delicious drink that makes you feel good after yoga. Kombucha beer is the devil. Oh. <laughs> it's really? it's like, oh, this tastes just like kombucha. But it's not. It's like 9% alcohol. Oh, really? And like got yeah. sugar in it. And like you have a couple oh. of those. And it feels like you went like six rounds with Mike Tyson the next day. I woke up and oh. I was like, oh. 
Oh, Whoa. every oh, part oh, of my, my body hurts. Oh. <laughs> I texted. Oh, so I, sorry. I know. I, um, Kara, were they you going to say something? What? I said, they know to kombucha beer. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah it's Have you ever had it? I had it once, maybe. I don't really remember. I didn't well, really remember. Well, just really so you know, it, it tastes a but... lot like kombucha, except it's like having 18 <laughs> shots of Everclear. <laughs> Wow. It's delightfully refreshing, <laughs> and then it feels like you know. would probably be good with. Oh my gosh! No, I think it was you're terrible. Exaggerating, Shelley. No, I'm not. Well, maybe I'm a lightweight. Maybe I'm a lightweight. Um, here was my I text. I feel like. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, um, that sort of that that one trying to stay tuned into that wondrousness. I um, I mean, we all probably have our practices about how we try to maintain that and I definitely do too but I I definitely experience the sort of I can always tap into the wondrousness but I'm also very aware that I'm having a parallel experience that is um it's like having one foot in and one foot out that's how I feel a lot of the time yeah and it's um it's 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 a weird experience and and like it's a, toward the end of the book he talks about like people taking it for depression and it wearing off after a few months and I'm like well obviously you just need to take it again <laughs> like, come on <laughs> right right but that's <laughs> not like well, that's the the problem is that that's not within like the purview of the studies right now you know right and that's right. not that, but, like but it, still, it it's not legalized in order I mean, to somebody just needs to dose them. <laughs> yeah. Go down to your, find your neighborhood acid dealer, people. It's time to cross over. <laughs> right, right. You know? uh, the it's only like the problem is, it. though, who are you going to get to be your guide? Like, I feel like that is pretty important here. Like, yeah. having, Apparently you know. You can, you, can, you can go to your local psychedelic Google it. meeting and find out. Google well. It. Okay. I think Google we're it. pretty privileged in the you're like, Ann Arbor area. To you're, have like, that. No, Alexa, you're like Alexa. You're like the research. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. They are. They they happen yeah, like at Crazy Wisdom. Everywhere. You can go to Crazy Wisdom. I fucking love Crazy Wisdom. I know. Shout the out greatest? to Crazy Wisdom. Crazy Wisdom. This is not Crazy a paid Wisdom. Promotion. Is an Ann Arbor bookstore <laughs> that hosts groovy. I mean. You can go to any kind of support meeting, learn about the weirdest things. You can see live music there, get a quiche. Nobody go there because now. No, (laughs) shh. It's terrible. It's It's just for me and Claire. (laughs) No, it's super groovy. I love it. I love it. Um, Don't want nobody taking my window seat. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to take your window seats. Yeah, people are going to come. We just talked about it being negative, like, 17 degrees here. It's It's so fucking cold. I don't think we have to worry about people flocking. It's like negative 34 or something. Oh, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, 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 windshield's pretty scientific, right? Everybody (laughs) understands that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. it's kind of self-explanatory, Shell. Sure. Wind chill. The wind chill. <laughs> how do you measure like saying. how do you measure like before it was cold but now it's so cold? <laughs> I don't know. It has something it's, it's, it's just like it's just Ooh, like wind how chill. fast the wind is going times something right, else. Right. I know what wind Time. is. <laughs> How fucking cold it feels inside your right. body. Plus. Right. I think, it's, I think it's just a plus. It's not even okay. a multiplier. Let me just involved. explain that. I think it's a pretty psychedelic group experience that we all have that we believe wind. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're standing Yo. there and all of a sudden, 
We need a way I to explain agree with this shit. We need to explain to ourselves, like, okay, the, the Earth w- is fucking insane. <laughs> and, it's and crazy. Of course, it is. Of course, weather have to blows have, my mind. Yeah. Weather blows my mind. I can't walk around being in awe of weather. Like, <laughs> how do you go to work? <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am always. I mean, yes, for Dude. sure, but. Sure. But if it were to enrapture you in the way that it does when you're on well, psychedelics I at am all not, times, then well, yeah, I'm you can't saying, you can't function in the modern world. Maybe as a primitive. Well, I am not good at functioning <laughs> in the modern world, <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah. but actually, I have a delightful time. Actually, of it. that's pretty accurate for me too. So. I'm not like all claiming I'm some kind of hardworking genius. I'm just saying weather is neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, weather is, is neat. neat. It's very neat. I have and I mean, like, we basically, we sure. basically watch the water move back and forth, and we go, oh, it's the moon and the wind, but, like, that's big-time cool yeah. shit right there. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. The fact that, like, yeah. the leaves just fall off the tree and move across the street, we're like, oh, that was because of the wind, which no one can see, but we all believe and the, in. And the sun <laughs> changing position in the sky and yeah no biggie it's just chlorophyll it's just chlorophyll it's just chlorophyll and the bees just just chlorophyll (laughs) just go to sleep it's just chlorophyll shelly where are you going with this um just about the wonder of the world just the oh i was talking about with the chlorophyll are you trying to oh the chlorophyll um i'm thinking about isn't chlorophyll oh, what makes <laughs> what makes plants green? <laughs> plants green, You're right. isn't it? I was thinking of something else. No, what Don't were you thinking? Lot. Were you thinking about chlorine, like in pools? Clorox bleach? What the I'm hell are you talking chloroform. about? Chloroform. No, like, not chloroform. Amazing. I was like, Shelly, what are you trying to think? Like, uh, chlorophyll is the green stuff so in I know, plants. I know. I was like, why am I having this association? <laughs> it's okay. That's they a do different sound thing similar. entirely. We, the they last, do. I was having a little. So Marty, that's on the show. Marty, that's on the show. A lot of times, uh, I was over at his house the other day, and uh, you know, great thing, terrible thing. They have a lot of snacks. Like they're like, you want some Fritos? You want some nut or butters? I'm like, yeah. Yes. Like I never have those at my house. <laughs> it was like, rah. And so he's nut like, he's oh like, God, how about? Oh my gosh, fuck. they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> Eight yeah, Fritos. Followed by a nutter butter. Followed by yeah, wow. yeah, it was Just insane. Just one nutter butter. You didn't. I, I would have been. Oh no! I, I think I ate a sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> a sleeve approximately. <laughs> but anyway, we were talking about how ballsy it was for uh, Hydrox cookies. Like Oreo cookies sound fun. It's like it's an Oreo. <sighs> Hydrox yes. sounds like something you like caulk your tub with. No. <laughs> like, yeah. A cleaning agent. No. Hydrox. It's like, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Bring some of that Hydrox in here. We got to seal off this window. <laughs> you know what I'm in the mood for. You know what? Some Sprinkle some of that Hydrox on there because the mice are there. It kills mice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I did get off on a tangent. See, I told you I wasn't good at things. <laughs> I just. I do get in <laughs> awe of things. Wind is strange. There, I said it. Wind Find is me. cool. Wind yeah. is cool. Yeah. Speaking of wind, wind cool. also, yeah, um, polar vortex. This oh is yeah, relevant. The, the, the polar vortex is what yeah. we're experiencing True, right yeah. now. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys have seen any yeah. of the, like the gifts of like the, with the color swirling, and there's like. Man, there's some really Pluto. Cool... It looks. We look like Pluto. No, the Earth. no, no, no. I mean, I'm oh. just showing like 
talking about the um, just showing the weather patterns. Yeah, showing showing yes. the, showing the color of the yeah, vortex yeah. coming in and 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 this like I don't know. It kind of is this like sinister sort of. Yeah, we live on a planet. We yeah. live on a... That Chicago was colder than the fucking North Pole? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Antarctica was 12 wow, degrees. Chicago weird. was like negative 50 or something. Yeah. They were setting wow. the tracks. They were setting the tracks on fire in Chicago. Like the public transportation, the whatever you call oh. it. The, I don't wow, know what they call it in Chicago. The, that's big. That sounds like big news. Uh, the train or Jeez. whatever. <laughs> Lighting the tracks on fire because they were freezing so much. You yeah, I bet wow. Chicago sucks. Chicago is so windy and cold. It's crazy. Windy's cold. Um, okay, so we got a little off track there for a second. We've got just got a couple minutes. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We got a late start. I didn't get to ramble as much at the beginning as I normally do. You could so, do it now. Uh, I oh oh I have been. You're doing great. I think. You're doing great. I have doing good. Doing great. We talked yeah. about the book a bunch, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. we did. Yeah, we talked about the book a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts? Real quick, final thoughts, burning thoughts. Mm, just definitely gonna keep moving forward. Like I already found a. Um, this, there's a guy here in San Diego who's doing a psilo- how to identify psilocybin mushrooms. He's a mycologist, so awesome. I'm, I want to go check that out. Oh, yeah. that's great. Uh, too, I'm gonna try to figure out a way to like incorporate um, psychedelic experiences and do medicine work in the future with my clinical somatic stuff I'm doing. So oh my gosh. Body ground back into your body. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh! Don't worry, be happy. That's wonderful. So, that was yeah, Michael Pollan. How to change your mind? It's an incredible resource. There's ten more books to read and videos to watch and organizations to look up after this. If you're curious at all about the science of psychedelics, um, the research, the history, the laws um, of shifts in consciousness and all that i would highly recommend it um and his other books are great too about food and uh we'll be back in a couple of weeks with um what is it chris what's the name of the book uh the leopard the leopard by wells tower it's the greatest short story yep the leopard by wells tower so we will be back. All right. And uh, can you take us off with uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds again? But pick it up at the chorus. Bring her in at the chorus. I wish you guys could see this epic shirt. Is that a dog on your shirt? What is that? Oh, a polar a bear? Skull. Oh. <laughs> And there's drops of blood on Oh, my gosh. I, the view I have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my gosh. You know what Everything kind of radio changed. station we're in. Yeah, I see it now, the but one... I can only see that. Well, now it's a nightmare. <laughs> now now I'm going to have bad dreams. The guy's T-shirt Great. is a nightmare. Yes. Actually, there's, uh, the, the, all the shirts I wear are all designed by tattoo artists. Oh, wow. Uh, That's the company a very is out specific of, uh, personality trait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All the shirts I wear. <laughs> <laughs> That's All the cheeseburgers I eat are That's, served to me by the very president. Seriously curated identity. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh my I gosh, it. It Chris! Sense. Since we last sense. saw each other, Clemson Tigers won the national championship and yeah. ate cheeseburgers with the president. Ooh, That's the football oh team that we grew up with. I missed that part. Oh my god, you didn't know that. They I didn't won know the they na- ate cheeseburgers with the president. 
Yeah, they went to the White House because they were in the national there championship. There were a couple people who like and didn't he, go, right? Um, and he, instead of serving them a big, like, nice dinner, he got them all fast Oh, food. yeah. That's old news, Shell. I know, but she's never heard it. And Clemson, oh. we grew up with the Clemson Tigers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a massive, the, yeah. the, the images of that on social media yeah. were just, yeah. like, Anytime. dystopian. We're just going to yeah. keep wow. rambling yeah. until that song Fucking comes cut on. cut us out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> cut us out. It's never ending. It's never now ending. Now I really want a really shitty cheeseburger. I do too. We could go to Mishno's. Do you want to? What's? It's right next door. <laughs> Is that this place right here? Yeah, it's right next door. All right, let's make it's it. It's the thing. Hey, Kara, thank you so much for coming. Woo-hoo. Thank you for having me. Come back, Chris. Bye, Kara. We'll talk Have soon. Bye. We'll talk soon. I love you. I love you. Seen pauses with looking glass.